The buttons. I love this game so much. I love my circle of friends. I am so glad to be here. And I'm so glad that you are here as well, dear listener. Welcome to Critical Knowledge. It is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people. We have Ellie, possibly EO, April, Matt, Millie, Eric, Arshbeth hanging out in chat. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. Wait, Crash is here? Oh. <laughs> well, can't really say no to him. We kind of live in the same body. But it's in any case... Was, it's just a little that got money. No, no, you definitely don't. <laughs> but with that said, what happened last week? Okay, so we went up against the tower and, like, it was fine. And we fought that, that dwarf thing and it was really amazing. It kept avoiding all of my hits and so I didn't do any damage to it. And then I tried looking into the well to see if there's anything interesting, but somebody named the DM was like, there's no water. So I was like, okay. And then the next person was like, I want to look in the water too. And there was like, there's something in the water. And I was like, so okay. anyways. Um, you tried to look in the water while climbing up a wall on the far side of the room. And the other person, as you refer to them, jumped into the water to take a look. Okay, but. Um, Just I saying. I I can't really argue against that rebuttal. So anyways, um, anyway, I then, um, we lost, um, which was horrific, and I did the healing, and then we went to the infirmary, and and then Kevin talked to us about stuff, and then I, I, I met a mimic, and the mimic was awesome, and I named them Belle, and we're now best friends, and then... We were talking with Kevin, and Kevin was like, oh, you should go do this thing. And I'm like, oh, but we're already here. Why should we go elsewhere? And then everyone else had this big, long discussion that I'm going to completely admit that I phased in and out of um, about, like, which which way to k- take care of the magic items was better or worse. And, like, apparently our... Not ours, because I already took care of mine, but everyone else's magic items. Mm. While housing mm. the liches, um, the liches were, like, not in them at the moment because they were doing something else, but, like, they were, like, a summer home for them or something like that. And, but, you know, I already took care of mine, so who cares? But at the same point, everyone else was getting all like, oh, and I was like, I get it that maybe we should go to this place to look into it, but, like, also, we're already here, so why should leave the here place care of it? And that was all I had to say, and everyone else was going back and forth, and then we had to wait a full 24 hours to go back into the tower. <clears throat> Not a full 24 hours, but you you were only allowed to fail Im- spectacularly once per day. Yeah, but the next time's gonna be... <laughs> so, just making sure. Someone else dove into the well at the center of the arena and brought back a mimic, a baby mimic, mimic. And you got to bond with the baby mimic. Yeah. And you didn't have to get your fur wet. Yeah. And you're complaining about this. Oh, not about that part. I'm complaining about the fact that um, I was trying to put what was in the well and then I was told there was nothing, even though I got a really good perception. Well... You can get a natural 20 on a perception roll, but it doesn't allow you to see through stone. 
Well, that sounds stupid. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. Cat. I just don't remember. Cat. <laughs> yes, definitely a cat. <laughs> um, so it is the next day. Uh, you were invited to be guests in the tower. You are still in the same room, but it turned into um, a, a bedroom. There were a whole bunch of beds with little, th- those divider things that they're not curtains, but they sort of accordion fold. Oh, the fake wall. Privacy screens. Yes, exactly. There's a whole yes. bunch of those. And in the morning, when you wake up, um, Xanthus, you have a snuggle buddy. Is it me? Yikes. Well, actually, no, maybe not. Is it? Is it warm? Um, it feels warm, but it, it also fuzzy? feels like it's enjoying your body heat. Okay. Is it Not sticky? unlike what a cat does. Is it sticky? Um, it's not sticky to the touch currently. Okay. Then... Is it me? It is not Hero. <laughs> I think that that was just an important question. It, it's, it's a good question because cat, but also if it was Hero, I would argue that when Xanthus wakes up, he is having trouble breathing. Well, I wouldn't like sleep on his face. I would just be curled up all around. Then you're not a very good cat, are you? No, no. You, right on top of the chest, compress that chest cavity so it cannot fill with air. Oh, that's true. Yes. Um, what my cat likes to do, because he's not big enough to do that, is he will just drape over one of my arms so I cannot leave the bed. But never mind about that. You are, in fact, uh, wearing a new chest piece, Xanthus, but it's not mm. a chest piece. It is, in fact, the juvenile mimic. Ah, so he has curled up upon me and is hopefully sleeping. Curled up might not be the right word. Curled <laughs> around, possibly. Oh, this could be unpleasant. <laughs> I will try to scratch said mimic and say, please uh, release me. Give me an animal handling check. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll notice at no time do I ride a paladin's mount. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the paladin is in sync with you no matter what. Yes. I rolled a 10. That goes to 10. Okay. Um, a mouth forms on the top of it, and it says, Ma, ma. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. The, imparty, <sighs> the entire party hears this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nix is sitting on her, on her bed laughing. <laughs> Hero's jealous. <clears throat> That, that's Xanthus' reaction. Uh, it's a good reaction. It, it's a classic <laughs> face palm. <laughs> Clearly, when I die, I will go to heaven because I'm in hell. That's, that's not just a face palm. That's a, I have a migraine face palm. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is him and, uh, and Jaren in, in stereo. Hey, Belle. Come here, Belle. Give me another animal handling check. That wasn't towards me. Uh, no, no, this was not. No, I don't think I will. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration to see if I can get better on that. Uh, that's a 19. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Bell oozes off a of Xanthus and flies its way over towards Aripa. Yeah, that's a good mimic. It crawls up you and wraps around the back of your neck like a stole. I also got a 21 for animal, so I just want to like... Okay, so... I will say that while it is currently um, being used as apparel by Aripa, you're able to give it a nice, well, I would say head pat, but the head is more of a ideal as opposed to an actual thing. Mm-hmm. 
And it begins to purr. To, just to... It says Mama again. Yes, you're a very good member. It purrs more. Let's see if there's breakfast. The room breakfast suddenly shifts, bottle. and you are in the dining room again. Still the same room, but now there's a table uh, that's long enough for the entire party to sit at. And there is bacon and eggs and waffles and pancakes. Yes, waffles and pancakes. Mm. And four different kinds of... Basically, you're, you're Perkins. You're at Perkins. <laughs> Excellent. This Gender. is a tower. Gender. Over to the side, there are banana nut muffins. Oh, the starches are amazing. <laughs> and also bran muffins. Those could be lethal. Well, Jaren, there are a lot of starches. Jaren enjoys the starches like a fat kid likes cake. <laughs> um, I am that fat kid, and I do like cake. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, I was. I'm old now. But never mind about that. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yes. <laughs> Your oh, bifocals are in, the, are in the pocket in front of you. <laughs> um, no, they are on my face. <laughs> so are mine. <laughs> I wouldn't see this. I, I'm sitting at my computer and would not be able to see my screen without them. <laughs> Ditto. Now, without enlarging the text, say it to about 150 <laughs> percent. The I'll best part is the mimic wants to eat. Uh, the mimic seems to enjoy the candelabra. That's uh, fair. Apparently, they're yeah. they're tallow candles. Ah, uh, animal fat. It's good for you. You're a sentient blob. Mm, beef tallow. Great to fry things in. The drool comes down from Jaren's mouth. And Kevin manifests in the room and says, Oh, good. You're all enjoying breakfast. Uh, even, um, hmm. That's interesting. What is? Stops eating. <laughs> well, it's just, uh, well, the part of me that's not tower has never seen a mimic eat before. So, uh, that that's a thing. At this point, the, the um, bell shoots out a pseudopod for another candelabra, and it's not unlike watching a, a frog trap an insect, except it's a candle holder. Yum, 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 yum. There, there's a chewing sound, and then a bent, broken candelabra is spat out with no candles. <laughs> I move okay. another one so it lines up. So the mimic can see it. Watch it do it again. <laughs> it does it again. You know, this is not the most disturbing thing I've seen. And Santas continues to eat again. <laughs> I think Aripa has a, an egg and a pancake. Aripa has an egg what? And a pancake. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it's done. Aripa has like a million of those little like waffle pancake stip- sticks that you dip into. Oh. Roll for syrup. Would that be? Would that be? Dexterity. I save. So. Dexterity save. save. Or sleight of hand. <laughs> you notice if, Santa if you avoids are... anything sticky. <laughs> this is hero, and this yeah, is syrup. 20. Okay, you you successfully devour as many of those waffle sticks as you desire without getting syrup all over yourself. You are about as shocked as everyone else. Everyone is. And confused. Okay, for those of you keeping track at home on your bingo card, please scratch off. They might be Giants reference. <laughs> Maybe check this out. I've got something to say. Well, you are in a t- uh, tower that can remodel itself to be a disco. Wow, it's really loud in here. Bye. <laughs> that is one of my favorite They Might Be Giants songs. 
Yeah, that's a fun. But I mean, I always just like I gotta press. I thought you wanted a rock to wind a piece of string around. Okay. Uh, so um, now that it seems you've had breakfast, a lot more than some adventurers eat. Just, but not not judging, not judging. Um, have you given any thought as to what you'll be doing today? I like how you say it seems we've had. Well, I'm not quite sure about Bell. Bell, by the way, is moving from plate to plate and cleaning them for you. I was going to offer Bell a pancake. Uh, There is no pancake stick, only Zool. And a slightly slimy set of fingers because Bell has eaten the pancake stick that you offered. Good. What does Bell look like? For the Uh, most part, a a grayish blob. Okay. I just figured it couldn't be a tiny chest all this time. No. Um, Mimics aren't always chests. That's how they're usually portrayed in the art. But um, they can make themselves look like almost anything made out of stone or wood. However, right. it it is something that they actively do, as opposed to that being their natural form. Can it be right? The, um, and, can it be the chest from Squirrel? If it really wants to be, it could be a miniature version of it. Yeah. Uh, you'd need a full-grown mimic to be the actual chest from Discworld, and I'm That's so okay. glad you've started reading that series so you know the gloriousness of the chest. Yes, it is very good. The luggage. Yes, the luggage. <laughs> we were calling it the wrong thing. Um, yeah, I, my brain can't remember a word. And I, I forgot it as well. It's been a while since I've read the book. But in any case, moving forward, check off that sentence on the bingo card. Uh, this is a juvenile mimic and therefore is considered to be tiny. This popped up when I typed in the luggage. I mean, <laughs> and, and yes, you know, I was going there too when, when I said it's tiny. No, it's, its size stat is tiny. It's, it's just a little baby. So what are we doing about these relics? I mean, well, ciphers. I think I we mean, should try the tower at least one more time. And if it doesn't work, then we can see about leaving. But I mean, we're already here. Yeah, I agree. I think we give the tower one more chance, and... I think we just got bad luck last time, but you know, if... Well, things didn't go well. That is true. But let's give it another shot, and if worse worse comes to worse, then we look at other avenues. Kind of fun, That sounds like like a reasonable plan. Come on, Belle. I think... Belle turns into a hat for you. (laughs) That's fair. I scratch Bell's. I scratch the bell, the top of Bell's hat. <laughs> bell looks very much like a sorting hat. <laughs> it opens well, its mouth and says, "Slytherin." <laughs> it's appropriate considering what kind of what kind of wizard? Out. Necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where do we begin? Uh. Well. Right through that door that wasn't there a second ago. That'd be my guess. That makes sense. I head toward. Thank okay. you, Kevin. Yes, thank you for your hospitality. Oh, uh, well, technically you're still guests here, so continuing the you're welcome, I guess? See you about dinosaurs more later. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, that discussion happened. <laughs> In uh, Actually, no, I'm not going to say headcanon. This is actual canon. Literal hours were spent with Kevin sharing stories with Hero. They're made for each other. Seriously. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, I know, it's fair enough. <laughs> yes, the power of friendship. And the best part is, because they're linked, if you run into the other Kevin, he'll know. Mm-hmm. All I like Kevin's the idea of, 
I like the idea of Mazir keeping a, a Kevin in residence. Well, the tower can manifest whatever, and having a Kevin in residence means the tower has access to a lot of additional information. True. It's like a and encyclopedia that can be updates. Mazir sees the utility in being able to communicate information to an enormous number of worlds. Well, right now, um, the satellite dish seems to be broken. Yeah, well. So you, you can communicate with one other Kevin who is right. in Flotsam right now. But uh, before the kobolds sealed the celestial sphere... Spoiler. She understood the value. All right. So with that said, you go through the door and you find that you are in a what appears to be a 20-foot-wide hallway. It's 80 feet long, and there is a row of pillars going down the middle. And there's Obame. No, there is not Obame. <laughs> is there a fake wall? I don't know. You haven't tested it yet. <laughs> Maybe that was me saying that I want it. <laughs> Do we need light, or is this room lit? Uh, it is lit, although you don't see torches. It looks it like about halfway yeah. down each of the longer of the walls in this hallway is an additional passage. There's a, there a door on the far end. Well, which direction do we go? Forward, uh, left, or right? The rule of the labyrinth is always follow left. Okay. Like test walls. You want to test the walls for fake? Yeah. Knock yourself out. One I'm second, I am checking something. Okay. Yeah, 21. Is there anything hidden in this room? Um, well, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oops. 25. Okay. Uh, you step on a tile that creates a comically large catapult-like effect underneath you as the tile springs up into the air with a very large spring propelling it. But with a 25, you are able to, like, cartwheel off it before it launches you up into the ceiling. I didn't do it. Okay, but is there a hidden panel on the ceiling, or was it just to hit it and then fall down? Well, this was as you were doing your investigation check. You were investigating the walls. By going over to the wall, you triggered this trap. Yeah, but in wall in the... Um, I'm going to say you're fairly certain there isn't, unless the tower changes itself since the last time you looked. I'll assist with investigation checks. I mean, I doubt there's anything obnoxious, but this is definitely fun. <laughs> well, also the roll was over twenty already, so yeah, I'll, I'll get ready with the healing spell just in case. I just realized that investigation is one thing that Arepa is good at. Also, uh, I picked up another healing spell for my level up. <laughs> All right, so you have a passageway going in one direction, a passageway going in another direction, and a door at the end of this long hallway. Which do you prefer, left, right, or uh, forward? What did I just do? I don't. I somehow got a nat twenty on intuition check when I wasn't trying to. So did I scare anything? <laughs> um, you attempt to intimidate oh, yeah. the tower. The tower is resistant to intimidation. But I got a. But I got a nat twenty. The tower cannot be intimidated. If it needed to, it could just work really hard and make you cease to exist. It's done that before. Fine. I just thought I should take advantage of my accidental good roll. <laughs> Anyone disagree with going left? Left is great. Okay. Left is the one that I make an L with my finger. <laughs> True. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, Hero just wanted to share that knowledge. So, so Hero has his finger and his thumb in the shape of an L on his forehead. Yes, to show uh, to show Bell. Okay. Hey now. This is 
This is an excellent strategy, unless you're dyslexic. <laughs> well, none of us There's suffer from that, so... There's only one letter. <laughs> Let us move onward to the left door. There is no door. Oh, it's a passageway. There's a jar? Yes. Uh, only Zool. Yeah. Oh, okay, then we go to the passageway. No, no, the mimic is Zool. Or Bell. All right, so you go into the passageway, and you see... Dun, dun, dun. The DM rolling a D10. Door? That is, in fact, what I rolled. You see another yeah. hallway, just like the one that you were just in, and you are coming out of a side passage for this long 80 by 20 foot hallway with pillars going down the middle of it. You could continue to go straight and go through another side passage, or you could go to the left or the right where there is a door at the far end. Left. Agreed. We agreed to go left. Okay. So you all enter the room, and... I am making use of a card set that I purchased from my local game shop, which is very handy when doing random things. And I think random things is ideal for a tower that changes itself constantly. Yeah. Uh, But this particular set of cards uh, determines, like, it's it's two sets. One set is trap triggers, and the other is (laughs) what the traps do. You've activated my trap card. (laughs) So everybody stay close, because if it's a saving throw, you'll get my bonus. Or we'll all just get catapulted. <laughs> they can't catapult no, all of us. No, no, I only catapulted the cat. Cat. So as Eo pointed out. Cat. So you upulted. <laughs> yep. The word catapult has the word cat in it. It does. And I have too many tabs open. I will roll on this character sheet. That makes sense. Okay. Um, well, a bunch of crossbow bolts shoot out of the wall. Uh, the first one goes towards a reaper. That is a seven. The second one goes towards Nyx. That's a six. The next one goes for Xanthus. That's a five. I'm not just making up numbers that are one lower than each one. I've literally rolled a, six, a seven, a six, and a five in that order. Royal flush. It would have been nice if you had rolled these in the previous campaign. <laughs> um, the next one goes for Hero. Oh, there we go. That's a seven. So we're not continuing the trend. It started over again. And the last one is aiming for Jaren. That is a natural 20. No, I'm joking. That's a five. What is that supposed to go against? So a whole bunch of crossbow bolts shoot out from the wall. And they they hit the other wall. None of them is high enough for me to even ask you what your AC is. (laughs) It didn't even reach double digits. (laughs) No. unless Unless your armor class is... The worst imaginable, they didn't hit you. Unless your armor class is no. (laughs) Well, it's like we were talking about in the 5 o'clock game. We're using Thacko rules today. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) I remember those. As do I. (laughs) I've used those. (laughs) Two hit, armor class zero. My favorite. Well, it was a rule set. And I understood it. But it was a bit more math than what we use now. I was raised in it. I was molded by it. Ew, math. <laughs> I said it wrong aside. game. <laughs> Again, for anybody who doesn't know what Thacko means, uh, in first and second edition D&D, armor class went from negative 10 to positive 10, and higher was worse. Oh. And to calculate whether or not you were a- able to hit something... Everything had a FACO stat, to hit armor class zero, where if you were rolling against someone's AC that was zero, that would be the number you needed to have. Yes. And there was 
there's an apocryphal story of a parent that was a bit suspicious of the Dungeons and Dragons group that their child wanted to be a part of. So they said that, yes, they were allowed to play this game in their home, but the parent had to be there to watch it. And like half an hour in, they just threw their hands up and said, this is just math and stormed off. <laughs> yep. Wait, this is how people have fun with well, math. I'm done with this. <laughs> I mean... It wasn't even the new math. Well, you don't even have I'm to just, do math now. You can just roll the dice on the thing. I'm just waiting for us to encounter Vecna's head. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> That's mentioned in uh, Neverwinter Online. If you go by the auction house, it's one of the things that the auctioneer says. Uh, next up on the auction block, the head of Vecna. Wait, seriously? <laughs> Let's do something. What's next, Crash? Tell me what the walls do. The walls look at you disapprovingly. Well, it's not my fault they suck at shit. Um, what else? At least they're not bleeding. You know what the walls do? The walls, have the walls say we've been playing for about an hour. We have not been. All right, fine. <laughs> we've been playing for, for 33 minutes. <laughs> but we you got a I see how it is. <laughs> All right. Start, as usual. <laughs> so Tell you, you, you took a walk. Sorry. Uh, well, you said you're going left, so that means you go 40 feet down this large hallway, and you come to a door. I'm assuming you go through it. If there's no What's other... What's the door made of? The door is made of wood. No. Is it pretty wood? It's mahogany. Ooh. Ooh. We want to take this door. This is spoils. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take the door. You're carrying you, all of that. <laughs> you hear Kevin's voice echo down the hallway. Please do not take my doors. <laughs> oh, this. Why? This is quality wood. Yeah, yeah, Why, thank it's, you. It's not ours. <laughs> oh, it pro- it would I probably think, disappear if we removed it from the tower. If I think you have a nice hand, it doesn't mean I'm going to keep it. <laughs> It doesn't? Don't do that with my rabbit cousins. <laughs> well, then why do you have my hand? That's... Take my hand. Take my hand. Just say yes. No. We just had this conversation. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> Paige? Paige doesn't have hand. Paige has wing. Take Paige has wife. three hands. Please. And the name Carl, Paige Carl, Carl so Jr. Hands. <laughs> Paige has more hands. <laughs> Paige has more hands than any other character in any of my campaigns. That's true. They're, they just didn't start off being Paige's hands. And especially when uh, Lou was in octopus form. You missed it. The five o'clock game was fighting fish people. Uh. <laughs> but they were different fish people. I wanted to go pretending. <laughs> no, no, they don't worship Cthulhu. Different but anyways, um, I guess with door, but... Okay. You go into the next room, and you see what appears to be a laboratory. <gasps> it is full of all kinds of things. Matter of fact, um, Eo, what kind of things would Bryn stock her laboratory with? Honestly? Tell me, Dexter. Considering... A lot of what Bryn's been doing, probably materials for potions. I suspect that Bryn has been making a lot of potions, and we will not talk about um, whether they are being used for nefarious purposes or not. (laughs) Oh, like I care. It's the (laughs) Explodatorium. 
All right. So you see the stereotypical, in this case, laboratory where there are various flasks and glass equipment of various shapes and sizes and purposes. And some of them look like they are specifically there for the aesthetic because you have no idea why that would be of any purpose whatsoever. It's just feeding the liquid from like that container to this container and then and then back to this container again. It's not also, even... there are papers everywhere. Most of them pinned up on the walls. Please tell me Dexter's around. Also, there might be a mouse somewhere. Oh, I got a 12 on my investigation check. I was going to look more. That's not a good... Santa's touches nothing because he heard the word explode somewhere in the back of his mind. <laughs> Hero looks in more depth because they heard... <laughs> I got a seven for a certain mouse's stealth check. So rat. Hero... Oh. Rat, rather. So you do, in fact, see a rat. I would like That's... to befriend them. They appear to currently be moving an alchemical agent across a countertop towards another experiment. Um, I would like to assist. It doesn't really want to let go of the alchemical agent. Okay, that I would like to help the entire situation. I'm trying to be their friend. So what everyone sees here is Hero (laughs) goes across the room, picks up a small container that a rat is trying to drag across the countertop. The rat comes with the container. I'd look for cover. It squeaks indignantly at you. (laughs) Again, I continue to look for cover. (laughs) Somewhere in the distance, we hear Mandark. Um, But yes, I would like to befriend the rat. Bryn, is it possible for a seven-foot-tall tabaxi with ADD to befriend your familiar? I befriended literal angels before, so let's try it. I am not sure how Chip feels about giant cats. I befriended literal dragons and angels, so... Yes, but you're not the natural predator of literal dragons and... Actually, you're an adventurer in a D&D game. You are the natural predator of dragons. <laughs> yeah. Good, That's good another point. context quote. That's going to end up on Twitter. Bryn has inspiration. And also, Excello raises a finger and says, Technically, I wasn't befriended so much as adopted. I want you to say adopted is the correct the word. With a sword and I said friendship. I'd say we became friends. <laughs> also, you, I agreed to let you have my testy too. I still miss it. I gave it a proper burial. And no, I will not tell you where. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> okay, I got 18 exits? for persuasion. I would like to persuade the rat to be my friend. I'm going to leave this up to Bryn to decide. Also, if Bryn wants to be in this lab, that is also for Bryn to decide. Ah! She doesn't have to be here. I think she'll be here. Possibly re-entering here. That canonically would make a lot of sense. Wonderful. Okay. Hello. My familiar says... Oh! Hi! Hero! What are all of you doing in here? The tower said to come here. Well, more or less. The tower has challenged us, and it is presenting obstacles. Again, more or less. Ah, the tower has challenged you? Kevin gave more like we challenged the tower. At this point, Arepa is no longer wearing a hat. Oh no, where did my hat go? Can I make a perception check to see where you, it went? You don't need to. <laughs> okay. Um, it's currently stalking Chip. 
Oh, oh no, 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 no. I hold Friends ship, going to pick ship up. I hold, I'm holding Please ship. Don't I'm holding ship. The rat. And now there is a mimic stalking chip and a halfling holding her hands up trying to get her familiar back from the seven foot tall to back safe. Also, oh, mimics can climb to backseat in case you're wondering. So the mimic is, Belle is currently climbing up the side of Hero to get to Chip as Chip is still holding on to this alchemical reagent. Belle, that's someone's familiar. Please don't eat it. We'll provide you food soon. Actually, it occurs to me that there is a very simple solution to this. Yeah. Chip gets dismissed to um, familiar <laughs> space. I fumbled to make sure I'm holding on to the alchemic thing. Oh yeah, you had a very strong grip on it. Jared sits down, grabs a container from his sack, and opens up a piece of bread and eats the bread while sitting down on the floor, watching all of this continue. Xanthus continues to look for cover. Oh, please don't eat hero. You mean Xanthus, you give me disappear. Xanthus, give me an insight check. Actually, no, investigation. Give me investigation. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. So you are looking for cover, but there's nowhere here that you think you can hide behind, which wouldn't also be something <clears throat> that you would need to get cover from. I return to the doorway that we came in from. <laughs> there's no doorway there. <laughs> oh. Wait, Bryn came in through a doorway. That doorway is also gone. Apparently, the tower is happy to make doorways for Bryn wherever Bryn wants a, a doorway. But not us. Well, that's just rude. Our friendship levels aren't high enough. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Also, this is more fun. <laughs> that's I didn't say for you. Yes. Hi, I'm Hero. Belle, by the way, you've never seen a sad mimic before, but now you know what one looks like. Well, I'm sorry, but you can't eat my familiar. I mean, you can eat my familiar. That's the problem. <laughs> well, if you come back, I'll find you some French fries. Donald. The mimic um, does a loop around. Not it doesn't wrap around Hero's neck like trying to choke Hero, but it it does a circuit around Hero's neck before heading back down again. It also gives Hero a lick on the face and says "ma ma," and oh. then slowly makes the trek towards Arepa. Which is funny because Hero is masculine. <laughs> I am bad. That's, I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, it only knows one word. <laughs> oh, no, it knows two. So, so let's um, all be out of the laboratory, yes? Uh, we well, have somewhere else where do we I can put go. This down? I mean, there are a lot of places you could go, but I couldn't tell you where all of them are right now. Where, where should I put this down? Oh, oh, hand it to me. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bryn, I'm very sorry to say so, but the tower has led us here, and this is supposed to be a challenge for... No, no, the challenge is figuring out how to open doors and how to not steal well, them. this is my laboratory, and I'm saying that you are not doing a challenge for anyone in my laboratory. Then how do we leave the laboratory? Ah. Maybe we could challenge you in an adjacent room that doesn't have so many brains in it. But perhaps if um, you're all stuck in here, in lieu of um, trying to fight me or um, eat my familiar, Bryn gives the mimic a look. <laughs> it looks back at you. <laughs> 
or you think it, it doesn't have eyes. You get this. <laughs> he grows eyes for the person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're not functional eyes, but they're there for the aesthetic. <laughs> Bryn, uh-huh. you've been working on various potions and such, and there are notes everywhere, like a lot of notes everywhere. It's true. They're very disorganized right now. And would you say it is possible that one of the things that you've been working on would be... Um, I'm trying to find the right words to describe this. So in art media, sometimes you will have um, a essentially a media that you combine with paints to extend them. They will stay wet longer before they chemically dry. This is often true in oil-based art media um, where I've had works where I painted them, went home for spring break, came back, the paint was still wet so I could continue working on the project where I left off. I am intrigued by where this is going. There are potions where you drink them and there's a duration before the potion wears off. But what if you could have something else you mix with it that makes the potion last longer? Oh, fascinating. I would definitely want to work on something like that. Uh, The only problem is, um, well, there's notes everywhere. Yes. Half of them are for other things. And what's this What's this note about a, a poison for necromancers? What? Hey. Something like that. Oh, that's that's really old. That's a really old note. I know, but it oh, was still Oh, yes. How did that get out here? Why did I even take that out of my spell book? Does Brit have something for cat scratches? Scratches or scritches? Because those are very different things. Scritches. I feel like Paige would give the blueprints for an automatic pet scritcher to Brit. <laughs> That might be Chip's, um... Like, Chip's vote. Massage chair. <laughs> Chip's massage chair. <laughs> Chip would certainly like me to be working on that. Yeah, Paige would absolutely come up with the blueprints for that. And Bryn would absolutely be making that for Chip. Probably, but <laughs> it would also be rather small for a, um... Yeah, but I'll get a good hand massage. Chip wasn't actually dismissed. Chip was teleported... <laughs> to Chip's inner sanctum where there is in fact such a device in the corner and Chip is currently making use of it. It's been a very stressful day. See, Paige does care about Chip. Um, Also, also Paige may have tried to adopt Chip on a few occasions, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, I'd like to (laughs) add that to my collection. Um, But also, definitely also would be trying to make, what was those dog creatures from last campaign? Gnolls. Yes, massage chairs for gnolls. They're very good workers. Well, I don't have any gnolls following me around anymore, thankfully. Yet. Oh, dear. (laughs) I like adding yet to the end of any sentence. (laughs) That's a negative. (laughs) That seems to be a trend today. So, in any case, it's possible that the challenge that Bryn can put forward to the party is to help Bryn make this potion extender. I think that's a lovely idea. Since you're all stuck in here and I am definitely not fighting you in my laboratory where things will get ruined or possibly explode, which also does tend to ruin them generally. This is not an or situation. And you hear Kevin's voice say, and I'm a bit too much uh, of me to help after that first time. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. 
I rolled a dirty 20 from medicine, which I assume is helpful. You successfully find all the ingredients you would need to make a healing potion. Well, I just assumed that since we're doing chemistry, would probably be as close to medicine yet. It is one of the skill sets. So, um, would you all care to assist me in organizing this laboratory? I love Ooh, helping. I'm really good at that. Really good at sure. finding things. Okay. I wish that I had prepared locate object today, but I didn't do that. Okay, Nix, give me an Arcana check. 16. All right. So you have not organized the entire lab. There's no one role that's going to allow that. But you have successfully um, organized a lot of the papers on one of the countertops into several neat yeah. piles that seem to be mostly same topic. I am uh, okay. not helping with Arcana. However, also, in organizing them, you did find a book buried under the papers, and it just says Book of Doom on the cover. <gasps> Can I look Ooh. at it? I did prepare a like, locate object today. I'd like to look through that book. Okay. Oh, oh dear. Uh, when you next, when you open the book, <laughs> a fake snake that is spring loaded pops out. What is Paige? No, no, that wasn't Paige. That was the tower. <laughs> Nick screams and drops the book. In- <laughs> <laughs> Nick's screams and drops the book there is in fact a book of doom in this tower mazir is not letting you use it (laughs) (laughs) but it looks like it made an impression yeah the lesson here is if you see an actual book of doom don't look through it uh hero's gonna look through it even harder now and it's it's a hollow book that had a spring-loaded snake inside of it yeah, it seems fantastic. Um, and Hero would like to show off Baby's first abyssal primer and also the ABCs of liches. Oh, very impressive. We're fighting this one and this one and this one. Oh, very impressive. I already got rid of this one. That one Why was in you... my weapon. I'm sorry, in your weapon? Yeah, it was living in my weapon. I had these daggers, and I'd be like, choo, choo, choo. And, but then apparently it was also like a phylactery or whatever the heck they called it. A phylactery? Yeah, sure, that. Yes. And then I got rid of it, and then I befriended this banshee named Deborah, and then... <laughs> I'm sorry, you're fighting a whole bunch of liches? Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get some items from this place. So we can barter with this dragon inside this volcano. They agreed to let us burn all the items in there if we get all the items from from the tower. They said it was only fair because it makes that it makes the volcano smell bad. I'm I'm sorry. You're all carrying around a bunch of liches phylacteries. Yeah, but we can't get rid of them because if we let them out of our sight, Lord knows when the lich will show up. So we gotta just keep them under watch. And also, Kevin said that we shouldn't destroy them. Excella uh, chimes in and says, I am not of the same opinion as Kevin. I believe we should get rid of the phylacteries as soon as possible. We had a head start with uh, the one that Hero was carrying, but then a significant amount of undead wiped out the town we were in. Like, I mean, I get it. Kevin's all like, but like they're old and magical. But like, who cares about old stuff? If the old stuff's killing you, get rid of it. <laughs> and also ripped off my wings. I mean, I, I understand the sentiment, but also, oh, I feel hurt by the the who cares about old stuff. 
I'm also a, like a child cat. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I should actually be taller opinion. than everyone else in this room. Yeah, yeah, Hero is of the opinion that um, it isn't so much like who cares about tradition. That's not what Hero's saying at all. But Hero's like, in the challenge between not dying or taking care of an old building, I'm going to choose not dying. I mean, Same. that is fair. <laughs> it's, it's more of like preserving history is not as high on the food chain as getting dinner and not being killed by a lick. As the resident old building kevin has a slightly different opinion it's not one we share <laughs> that's okay but hero just it's not a priority to hero because hero also lives in tree and, and for the record I'm, because I'm sorry. i asked no yeah. go ahead no your conversation is more important um i'm getting the implication that somehow destroying these would be harmful to here and I'm not sure if that's accurate or if that's hero being hero and it coming out kind of um hard to accurately comprehend. Kevin Kevin is of the opinion that if we destroy magic destroying magical items is akin to destroying himself because he is a magical item after a fashion. Granted he is a much larger magical item uh, and much more uh, harder to destroy. He is of the like mind. He is of the mind that perhaps we should find some place to dispose of these items, but since they are tied to liches, generally evil creatures, we're more inclined to destroy them than say bury them at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and then also like the dragon told us that like the thing is that like his volcano can totally destroy him and like destroy him right and get rid of the lich inside, but like at the same point. It makes the air kind of smell kind of bad. It kind of gives the heat, the jeebies to the air. So he asked in, in exchange for like the bag of kittens that Mazir has, so 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 they can have joy. I believe he used the word taint. Yeah, whatever. That word sounds funny. Um, <laughs> I sort of wonder what would the... happen if you put a phylactery in a bag of holding. And then the whole... and then. Then I became friends with the dragon, and then the dragon put another AOL CD in my head that told me how to come here. To be fair, the dragon probably... Hero thinks that friendship is one way. The dragon probably does not agree. Um, we had a moment of bonding. <laughs> Dragons require more than a moment. <laughs> um, it's still better than what any of you guys did. <laughs> we panicked. <laughs> but to be fair, it is an ancient red dragon. Panicking is usually the best course of action. Well... There's a reason I'm the theater star and you are not. Somewhere far to the north, a red dragon living in a volcano chuckles deeply. (laughs) I didn't panic. I fled very rationally. I'm really not sure what to make of any of this. Welcome to the club. Thank you. (laughs) So, how may we assist you to further our goals in leaving this room and proceeding on with the tower's challenges. To get rid of the things. The thing is, is that I totally am willing to try Kevin's idea, but, like, we're already here, so I feel like we might as well try it. And also, I just... I feel like destroying them outright is, like, just a little bit more fail-safe than extracting. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing. <laughs> destroying the phylacteries is probably our best course of action. Yes, I am sympathetic to Kevin's point of view here, but... I've had some experience with magical items that needed to be destroyed. Oh, really? Have you? Sorry, that was table talk. That was, that was very sarcastic table talk. 
<laughs> Consider how the magical item was destroyed. Yes. This player this player is familiar with a magical item that needed to be destroyed. And where? Oh, and where? <laughs> oh yeah, Br- Bryn is totally aware of a lot of the background conversation. <laughs> with with said red dragon and Mazir. <laughs> Yeah. I was hoping that by bringing up the red dragon, dragon, I would impress Brid because I know they did not impress the red dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, not at first. But um, as I recall, Brynn's interaction with the red dragon involved yelling at it about living in a society. Yeah, <laughs> we live in a society. And and then you made it a new eye. I did do that. And Paige is still, for the record, still salty that you guys got to go to the volcano while she did not. Kevin manifests briefly and says, so just as a clarification, uh, while I am Kevin in a sense, I, I do need to give a distinction. A lot of what you're talking about for things that I've said and things that I believe, they're not. The Kevin thoughts. Or the tower Kevin's, thoughts. Exactly. More Cavi yeah. than Kevin. No fair. And Kevin disappears in a poop of logic. <laughs> or a paradox. Anyway, so. I just wanted to show you the picture book I got because I felt really proud. It's very impressive. Why does it say S is for ceiling? That's a little weird. Oh. It's probably a typo. Uh, is it auto update? I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to cast message and make sure none of these belong to him. Um, I got That's someone you know? I mean, you could investigate these phylacteries. I would like to investigate those while, um, presumably while I am directing the party somewhat in organizing things, because this appears to be the challenge. Okay, certainly. Or at least the best challenge I have that doesn't involve... Um, I have Jerry. an object. I have locate object, so I can help find things. Jaren has mending, so if you need anything, put back together. I did get my dirty 20 in uh, medicine check a while ago, so I'm very good at putting ingredients near each other that work. <laughs> yeah, Hero is surprisingly good at mixing things together in the, cor- the correct proportions. Hero is just really chock full of surprising epithets for being a child cat monster. So long as you don't mind there being cat hairs inside the potion of healing. It adds fiber. That's the wrong kind of fiber. <laughs> Press the digitation. Poof. Oh my gosh. Poof, the healing heart. potion is gone. It's oh just, no. It's <laughs> just cat hairs inside a vial. Ah, uh, yes. Cat good for potions of dexterity. And outside the, the vial. <laughs> and on the vial. And all over you. The one thing more persistent than prestidigitation. Oh no, Litter? covered in cat hair. Cat hair. Oh, wait. Even Xanthus, who is covered in fur of his own, is still somehow covered in cat hair. Yes. <laughs> Constantly. So, Brin, go ahead and give me an arcana check as you take a look at these phylacteries. I'm just going to be doing one roll for all of them. Um, um, well, okay then. I, I guess that makes sense. Hold on, I don't think you can all see it in the roll log. No, because you're not... You are a guest star in the campaign. Right. Oh, uh, that does appear to be a nat 20. (laughs) We're going to learn everything. And I'm going to say, 
considering Bryn's training. That's why I said that makes sense. And history. <laughs> training <laughs> and history and, and level. Um, Bryn can tell a lot about these. Uh, the magical items are old. They are very old. And they've been phylacteries for almost as long as they've been magical items. But not as long. And they definitely are all older than Seelin. Ah, good. So none of them is Seelin's. Uh, maybe Seelin borrowed one at some point. He's got a lot of hobbies. But somehow you doubt that he's had his hands on these. Um, they're also... So far as phylacteries go, they seem to have a bit more oomph in them than your typical phylactery. Typical phylacteries, you've got, it's basically a soul jar. You feed souls into it on a regular basis. The lich stays healthy and unalive, but whatever. These, uh, these seem to have some resonant power that isn't soul-based in them also, so that the liches don't need to feed things into them as often perhaps um and possibly liches that would be using one of these would regenerate faster upon death but that's a theory that would require testing oh fascinating and location does not matter the lich doesn't need to possess the phylactery for it to be useful Uh, so i'm not going to require additional roles for hero who is helping, or Nyx, who is helping. And with Locate Object, I'm going to say that we do not need to have perception rolls from Xanthus. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Xanthus rolls perception and immediately falls into a spike trap. For one. Perception check. But the lab seems to be more organized at this point than it has been since Maybe you moved in. <laughs> um, I will ask for someone to make an investigation check at advantage because Bryn is here and offering guidance to. I can do that. To uh, it's mix not me. It's a not me. together. It's not me. So yeah, you get that, Nix. Well, uh, Hero's been helping because Hero's got everything proportioned properly. Oh, that's true. Ellie was saying something. I rolled a 22. Okay. You have rolled a perfectly clear liquid. It is as viscous as the maple syrup you had with breakfast today and about as sticky. Delicious. Does, doesn't smell no. like syrup, though. Because, it, because I haven't cast prestidigitation on it to make it smell like syrup. Okay. A spoonful of sugar helps the potion to... extender go down. Indeed, which um, is why I do not intend to make it smell or taste like syrup. So with this potion that you've mixed up, it's not a potion in and of itself. As I've said, this is something that you'd be drinking with a potion. So what it essentially does is if you use an action to drink a potion where its effects have a time limit for their effectiveness, drinking this as a bonus action makes the potion last twice as long. Ooh, a metamagic potion. Wow. And Bryn now has the recipe for it, so she can make as much of it as she wants. That looks like Yay. a success. And given that you're a ragtag band of adventurers, and you gave me a hand with this, I think it's only fair you keep the first dose. Don't drink it immediately. 
<laughs> In fact, um, let me just um, press the digitation. It's going to taste terrible for an hour. So. I believe Xanthus will hold on to this just <laughs> to make exactly. sure that Tiro does not. <laughs> I would hope so. Oh, dear. Bryn, roll 3D10 for me. Okay. One, two, three. Thirteen. You have 13 doses of this. Neat. And somewhere on the moon is a kobold with haste potions. That would be very interested in this recipe. <laughs> I think that I will not assist with that. I don't think that um, anyone needs co- magic coffee lasting twice as long. That's what you I'm call. wondering if Chroma would agree with this statement. <laughs> Chroma does not need to agree with this statement because Chroma is not here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair and valid, and you already have inspiration. Um, and, and anyway. With, and hero still dis- with huh? the successful conclusion of brewing a new potion which I will now have to create a homebrew item for, there, are, there is a door in one of the walls. Xanthus moves towards it. By the way, how much do you all already know about those phylacteries? Uh, not a lot. They're phylacteries. They're old phylacteries. We have some of the names of the liches that are attached to them, but not all of them. Uh, and... Well, we in general know what phylacteries do and that they regenerate liches and need to be fed with souls or something. Uh, we've been... These need to be fed less and might regenerate faster. Oh, well, that's bad. Um, what about the liches? Uh, the one, uh, I guess Kevin or the tower, looked at one of them and said that the lich was no longer within. As I understood the way phylacteries w- work, the liches regenerate in the presence of the phylactery. Is that not true for these phylacteries? It's not. Um, it might um, be true. That might be true. Might. Oh, I thought I thought you said it, it wasn't for these. Well, a lich doesn't need to be anywhere near their phylactery for these particular phylacteries in particular in order to feed it a soul. Ah, okay. Oh, but they, they, okay. they could be on the other side I, of the planet. I understood what you... Right. Yeah. yeah. The distance factor isn't the same as, like, normally you have to be practically on top of it to give it the soul. These don't. Uh, my question was, is whether or not, as I understand the way the phylactery works, the lich forms near or around it? Or I have no reason to think that that would not be the case with these. It generates near, near to it or close to it when it reforms itself. That is not the case. It's possible that when the lich you killed most recently regenerated, they decided discretion was the better form of revenge and did not immediately engage. Hmm. Which in some ways is for the best. So that when we perhaps destroy my particular phylactery, the lich lich will be permanently destroyed. Yes, which would give her reason to send more representatives our way sooner rather than later. And we must make haste. Agreed. We should get going. Bryn, it has been a pleasure. Good luck, all of you. Thank you. We apologize for any inconvenience you may have caused. It's all right. We can defend ourselves. Wherever Chip is right now, he gives a few angry squeaks in the direction of (laughs) Hero. And and everyone goes through the next door. And we realize we've been playing for over an hour. So what do you say we take a short break?
and we're back. We are short. Uh, well, not all of us are short. Hero is, we've established, quite tall. Um, Hero's but player is quite short. We, we are short two players at this point because Bryn and Ellie both have, have left for different reasons. Uh, wish them the best. And we are going to continue. You have gone into the next room. And as soon as you do, the doorway to the previous room disappears, as tends to happen. And this time around, the DM is going to roll a d10. Ah, all right. So you are now in a square room. It's 40 feet by 40 feet. And there's doors on all of the walls, except for the one that you just walked through. Now, in this room is stuff and things. Give me a second. Ah, this room appears to have been designed to be a storage room. It is full of a wide variety of crates and barrels, and apparently scented candles. Those are mostly we stacked over in the You probably could. How is the scent? Rather strong or kind of... I- imagine, if you will, a walking right by now. a Yankee candle in the mall. Oh, no. Oh, uh, oh, no. The head. The head hurts. The good news is okay, you're a dwarf, a so you're resistant to poison. Check. I would like to make soup out of the knives and barrels. Well, you'd have to check the barrels to see if any of them are in fact filled with knives. Well, they should be, but I would like to. I would like to susti- subsist on barrels and knives. There's a pretty good chance that Bell was born yesterday, and even Bell thinks this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But yes, I did fill it with crates and barrels specifically for the meme. You are quite welcome. I provide a valuable service. So there's the gif of what just happened. And here's Belle. <laughs> barrels, Barry, we can live forever. There is no one here named Barry. Well, it's a meme from a resident name. Let me have this. <laughs> no, no, because I, I saw what Barry was attempting to do in that scene. So you're a bit late. But... Yeah, Hero is opening barrels looking for knives. Hero has not found any knives yet. You found a barrel that was full of ale and another barrel that was full of ale. And the third barrel was full of beer, not ale. Is there anything anyone else is doing? looks up if I try to look up the word Hero in the gift finder. Is there a tap on any of those barrels? There is not. <clears throat> but Hero has just been like taking the top off of each one. I <clears throat> understand. Trying to look around, see if I can find it. I should have a mug in my equipment. I'm sure you do. Let me go ahead and take that mug and take a little bit of that that ale and see how I like it. It's serviceable. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first sip tastes a little bit like battery acid. Mm -hmm. But the second sip still tastes like battery acid, but you don't care as much. Mm, Yes, well, dwarves has a high constitution, so we can... We can deal with some of that. Yeah. It, it does do wonders at limiting your ability to sense the world around you. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, where are you at? It's effective. Um, if by effective you mean an 11? <laughs> <laughs> I said the drink is effective, apparently. Oh, yes. The drink is effective. It is apparently <laughs> very strong. Hence the taste like battery acid. (laughs) And is that a hint of hand sanitizer? That's the wrong kind of alcohol. I got a 16. Are you also attempting to to drink the ale? Of course I am. Okay, so in my head canon, Jaren comes over, pulls out a tankard, 
and just like scoops it up and downs it. And then the world gets blurry. It can't be that Jaren's vision is impaired. It's just you all got blurry. <laughs> Hero comes over and does the cat thing. <laughs> and somehow manages to make the save, because I believe that was a, se- a 16? Yeah. Yeah, so somehow Hero is not inebriated. Probably because it's little cat sips. Gotcha. Versus downing a pint. But, you know, is I'm not sure Jaren knows of an, a, another way to, to drink. Anything. No. No, no. I don't <laughs> think any dwarf of good stock knows how to sip it, ale. Sip. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a sipping <laughs> beverage. I say this as a total teetotaler. I have no idea how to drink any <laughs> beverage that has an alcoholic content. Um, the same way you drink other things. You put it in your mouth and then you swallow it. Jaron would like to sit down, if he can, and grab some more bread out of the back of his pack and continue <laughs> eating it. What you definitely need is more carbs right now, yes. Yes, definitely. The carbs, the okay. more carbs, the better. Yeah, you can you find the floor with both hands? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Do I have to make an athletics check? <laughs> At disadvantage? Let's see. For, for the yeah, sake of argument, bo- go ahead and uh, give me an investigation roll to see if you uh, well, athletics check, you managed to sit. That's an eight oh. for athletics. <laughs> On solid ground. It's, well, you wouldn't do athletics to find something. But I would argue that that athletics check shows how you managed to sit down, which is, well, you are now lower <laughs> than you were before. So you have technically sat down. <laughs> the question is, is the bread in my mouth or in my hand for that matter? Some of it is. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Bell is also partaking of the bread. <laughs> we we can decide what the percentage is for how much of it is making it to your mouth. Sure, sure. sure. Is it if like you a take baby the at like a high chair, like the dog knowing to sit right underneath the high chair? Well, Bell is halfway up. Jaren's chest and is acquiring whatever parts of bread don't make it to Jaren's mouth. Don't 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 eat too much, Bell. Don't don't you're, you're gonna don't don't eat too much. Bell's a growing mimic. <laughs> Gosh, they, Dad. I don't want Bell to choke or get poisoned. I just I heard that it was like an artichoke in my head. I'm not entirely certain that Bell has a throat. Jaren doesn't really know this or isn't even in his right state of mind at this particular moment. Please leave a message at the tone. Press one for more options. Jaren would like Jaren would like to look at Bell and really see if if he could figure out what Bell is from a from a um from a holy standpoint because because Jaren likes to do that. Give me a religion check. At disadvantage? Um yes. well, you're yeah. you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At disadvantage, you still got a 16. Yeah. <laughs> he feels something. Jaren feels the spirit right now. Now, the great thing about this is you would think, "Oh, the cleric rolled well on a religion check. They're supposed to." But keep in mind, Clerics are wisdom-based. Yes. Religion is an intelligence-based skill. 
That doesn't always end well for clerics. No, not always. <laughs> um, so mimics are considered monstrosities. Okay. They Stop might be naturally that. occurring somewhere, and they definitely repopulate on Circulus, but they're not mm. natural. What if we made our quest figuring out where... When a mommy mimic and a daddy mimic love each other very much... I want to find the mimic home. Um, they release a bunch of spores. Jaren, Jaren would like to ask ask the mimic, uh, is the bread good? It licks your beard. Jaren doesn't believe and wants to roll for insight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it likes bread. I don't doubt. Press X to doubt. Apparently, there are no crumbs in your beard, which is a possibly a first for post-meal Jaren. I believe. And I say this as someone who has a beard, who has on occasion had a quite long beard. Yes. So this is not in any way a derogatory statement towards Jaren as a whole. Okay, I believe you like the bread. Ma, ma. No, it's dad. Mama? Dad. Everybody. Disestablishmentarianism. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Mama. Close enough. Hero isn't drunk, as we've discovered, but Hero is still curled up next to dad and pretending. All right. Hey, could all of you do me a big favor? Let's do it. Sure. Could, could, Could you, um... If you care to, if you want to, um, one last time, roll for initiative. Dun, dun, dun. Roll what? Sorry, I didn't hear that word. For Those initiative. are my favorite words. And the cleric the needs to roll at disadvantage. Already, already done it for you before you said anything. <laughs> I yeah, I got the fifteen. I don't think he's getting hi, Logan. Uh, hi. Hello. Hello. Hey, that, that's just Logan saying hi. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, that was a new voice. <laughs> What's happening? Voices in my brain. Voices in me. I had a friend from college whose favorite band was called Guided by Voices. I know not, almost nothing about them except they liked to uh, perform while inebriated. And my pauses are because I'm entering in all the numbers. Well, we do have an initiative tie this time around. Uh-oh. Xanthus and Nyx. I lose. Oh, wait. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Wait. Xanthus, you rolled twice. Oh, I did? Yeah, you rolled a 17 and a 4. Oh, okay. I did not notice that. Yeah. I'm going to put in the 17 so there's no ties. Okay. Also, it was the first of the two rolls you made. Okay. It must have double-clicked. Yeah. If I was accepting the 4, then I'd be accepting re-rolls. Okay. Xanthus, you have a sense that there's something in this room that shouldn't be here. Again, that weird feeling. Hmm. But you don't Uh, perceive anything. I don't sense anything or... Sorry, what? You may roll a perception check if you wish. Yeah, I have little choice because I cannot... I sense something bad, but I do not necessarily... Oh, wait. You know what? Instead, I'm going to what do you confirm my s- suspicions and use my divine sense. Tell us again what divine sense looks for. It says I can sense anything affected by the hallow spell which I don't think that's going to happen here, but any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Yes. Okay. So something is bad here. And they're not behind total cover, so you should be able to see them. So I will begin to move around, as it were, um, 
Perhaps something is hiding behind these crates or barrels and whatnot. So I will begin to look. It was candles all along. <laughs> I'll begin to look, uh, and I will attempt to make a perception check. I do like the phrasing there, attempt to make a perception check. Mm-hmm. That is usually what is the case, and I have rolled a nine, which goes to a nine. Sadly, you have not encountered what you're looking for. You still haven't found what you're looking for. <laughs> All right. Hero, you see Father is stalking around the room looking for things. Do I perceive the enemy? Give me a perception check. No, I don't even perceive myself. You learned it from watching Father. Amazing. I have a plus five to my thing, but it's still a nat one, so I'm still going with I'm blind. You've actually, uh, the student has surpassed the teacher. You've rolled lower in perception than Xanthus. Um... But you I have mastered the tell. art of looking inward, which means you're not can, seeing anything around you. But I can still tell that there's something funky going on. You know, father's been funky around. Well, right? he, he's blue and has a tail. Well, that's normal. It's not even a cat tail. I that sense the presence I, of evil. I am casting Cordon of Arrows. What does that do? I'm putting them around us. What does that do? I plant four pieces of non-magical ammunition, uh, so arrows in the ground within range, and I lay magic upon them to protect us. Until the spell ends, uh, whenever, you know, enemy comes within 30 feet for the first time, a piece of ammunition flies up to strike it. They must make so, a security saving throw or take 1d6 piercing. So you put four arrows down, and if something was within 30 feet, one of those four arrows strikes the thing. Yeah. Okay. I, Two arrows. As soon as you put in the fourth arrow... Two of the arrows you put down immediately fly over and hit things. Or attempt to. Okay, so that's to make dex saving throw. Uh, no. I'd be worried that my cat would think I'm talking to him, but he doesn't respond when I say no. And that is a 19. He goes, roll for insight. I don't believe you. I didn't roll yet. Doesn't matter. So what was the target number I had to hit? 13. Okay, one save and one success. Okay, so one person just misses. Um, and the other oh, one... No. Uh, hits and does a 1d6 pure damage. I am ready to roll, to enter the damage. What is it? I'm rolling. Three. Okay. So here's why you couldn't see it. It's invisible? No, they're, they're 100% visible. Every room you've been in was illuminated evenly. Even the candelabras at the breakfast table weren't lit because they didn't need to be. Everything is just visible. So why were there shadows in this room? Oh. You attacked the darkness. Congratulations. Shadows. Yes. Two of them, to be precise. Ha. I um, found them. Next up, Bell springs into action. Oh, no. Bell should not be in combat. Bell got a 19 to hit. Gosh, but they have 7 HP. Well, yes. They have a chance to be one-shotted. Um, and they do one point of piercing damage. However, um... It's not magical piercing damage, so it's reduced by half, so it rounds down to zero. They also do two points of acid damage, but there is resistance to acid, so that rounds down. It does one point. It's helping. Jaren, you can now perceive the enemy. There are two shadows. They look very blurry. Oh. Look, this had to happen. It inflict wounds is too powerful. <laughs> I needed to nerf the caster. Jaren fumbles with his book that he uses, his tome, if you will. He puts it out and looks around to see if he can spot the shadows. Yep, they're right there. All right. The one in the middle? All right. So this is what he's going to do. He's going to speak words 
and cast Word of Radiance. Uh, are they are they close to him? By the way, I was trying to figure out how close they, they are. It's a it's a forty by forty room. You are roughly in the middle of it, so they're close to all of you. Okay, so I'm going to cast Word of Radiance on all of them if they can see what I'm casting. Yeah, they can perceive you. It's going to be a Constitution check of fifteen. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They are... Constitution saving throw. I apologize. Understandable. It, it's the same for them either way. That's a twenty-one for one of okay. them. Okay. And for the other one, that is a seventeen. Okay. They both make it. Okay. Anything happen? Uh, no. Uh, um. Let's see. Uh, as a bonus spell, uh, sorry, as a bonus action, uh, I would like to break out my spiritual weapon. And cast it at one of them. All right. Is this a disadvantage? You are currently drunk, so yes. 13. A 13 just misses. Uh, ah, whatever. All right. Next up is the first shadow. And it is going to go after Hero, because Hero's the one who spotted them, so why not? Uh, I don't like it. They get two attacks. Uh, the first attack is... Dice, you're covering up the spot that tells me what to add to that roll. Go away. Uh, 16 to hit. Um, I... Can I use my... The first is the first hit. Okay. So that's going to hit, and you take 7 points of piercing damage. What if I say... You can definitely say no, but that's not going to do anything. Uh, you also take 10 points of necrotic damage. Um, does that count as a second hit for that whole ability of mine? This, this is all... No, they haven't had the chance for the second attack yet. This is all reaction from the first attack. I just would like to, that I strongly... And I am okay. a weak boy. Um, funny you should mention that, because your strength has just been reduced by... Why are you adding these numbers together? That's not how it works. Your strength's been reduced by one. Fuse! No bueno. Now for its second hit... How do I put that on the... Uh, good question. Where is my open character sheet so I can test this? Okay, so if you look at um, your strength panel on your character sheet... Don't click on the modifier, but click on the actual number that your strength is. Yeah. You get a pop-up on the side, and one of the options in there is other modifier. Okay, I put up there. Okay. And this should reset after a rest. Okay. So it's not permanent unless your strength is reduced to zero, in which case you're not strong enough to breathe. And that would mean death. And the second attack is going to be a 19 to hit, and that's going to be seven points of piercing... 10 points of necrotic, and this time... Well, actually, those get reduced because you got that ability. I'm putting this in, and yet it's not... It says it in the middle way, and that's still at 14. Try doing his override score. I did, and it still does nothing. Oh. It doesn't give me a yes or anything. It doesn't show anything. Um. Well, just keep track of it somewhere. If you survive this encounter, you're going to be able to have a rest, and it'll reset by then anyway. And right now your strength is reduced. The total amount your strength is reduced is four at this point because I rolled a three for your strength being reduced this time around. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the reduction in damage from That's secondary That's why hits? I don't know. <laughs> Multi-attack just increases your AC. Yeah, so I have a plus oh, four okay. AC. What would that make your AC be? 19. Oh, then this still would have hit because that was a 19 that I rolled. Okay. So it, it's the second hit was also a total of 17 points of damage. Seven piercing, 10 necrotic. Um, so I have 12 HP left. Understood. Uh, the second shadow attacks Jaren, the one in the middle. That the one is, in the middle. The six, that's a 16 to hit. Does that hit? That's a, that's a miss. And its second attack is a lot less. 
All right. It's Excella's turn. Excella makes... Uh, first of all, Excella uses Battlefield Inspiration. So we're going to say that um, Nyx, Xanthus, and Jaren all are inspired, and you get to add a d4 to your attack rolls and saving thro- throws until the end of Excella's next turn. And first attack against one of the shadows is 21. Second attack against the shadows is not 21. So that's one hit. It gets reduced by half because um, not a magical weapon. Hey, guys, I'm, uh, I'll be right back. I got to handle something. Okay. Actually, no, hold up. Ooh. Plus 18 radiant damage. So because they are within five feet of an ally. The radiant damage is not reduced. Ouch. Also, they're shadows. They're yes. vulnerable to radiant. What? We have run into this before. Xanthus We've run into last... this exact kind of shadow before. Yes. Xanthus pounded one uh, once he got once he got going. <laughs> so Excella just bloodied one of them. Yay! And next up is Nyx. Alright, I wanna do um Scorching Ray at third level. So Two shots at one of it and two shots at the other one. Okay. Um, 18. That's a hit. 23. Definitely a hit. 17. That's a hit. I, I didn't need to give you inspiration. 18. I did not need to give you inspiration. Roll your damage. All right. So we will try this again next time. Uh, thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I have been Crash. Thank you for joining us. Millie streams at twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. Matt's brother-in-law writes books, nogodsbeforeus.com, Ellie runs the social network at elek, that's E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z, and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Jananalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. <laughs>